Okay, so today, today's our shame. We're going to go into the sugya of Sakonas Eva. Now, I cannot stress how important this is to understand every detail because we are dealing with the difference between Bekuach Nefesh Sakonas Afoshois and not Bekuach Nefesh Sakonas Afoshois. That means the nafkamina between, yes, calling an ambulance, not calling an ambulance. Knowing what to do in these situations is very, very helpful when a person is in a situation of Sophic. By the way, Sophic doesn't always mean. I don't know what to do, therefore I'll just be makal. Now, of course, we'll get to it, Be'ez HaShem, I think tomorrow. We should be getting to it tomorrow, of actual Pekuach Nefesh, Sakonis Nefoshos, and what that, uh, you know, defines as, we'll get to that. But today we're going to talk about the third category, okay? We've discussed so far, category number one, the lowest level, is the Meichash Ba'alma. Meichash Ba'alma, let's, let's understand it again, is someone that's got a little bit of a, little bit of an illness, he's not really ill, it's not comfortable, something like that, right? So we said there is no medication that's allowed in a normal way, unless obviously one of the ten that we spoke about. We moved up a level to a choyle she'en boy sarkona. That means be'etzem is a choyle, he's sick, he's in bed, or he should be in bed, and he's in absolutely no danger whatsoever. It's aim boy sarkona, right? Someone that has the flu is in no danger, and therefore he's a choyle, he's sick in bed, but the maisa, you could say that it could lead to, and maybe the... Well... What was that? So that could be different. Very good. It's a good question. Yosef said, what about an elderly person that for him, it might be a second, 100%. For an elderly person or a person that has other underlying medical problems, of course it could be a division. COVID-19 for someone that has various medical situations that for him it was dangerous, of course for him it will be a nefesh. Very good question that you guys raised. Thank you for raising that. But we're discussing means a healthy, normal person that happens to have the strep or he has the flu and he's in bed for a couple of days. That's a cholish sakon. Okay. And we said for there, remember, what did we say the halacha is? The halacha is of a cholish sakona is a, a goy can do any do'oraisa and you could ask him to do it. And also a yid can do drabonon with the shinoi. Okay. Now let's move on, Rabbi Isai, to level number three. And we're getting to level number four, Beis Hashem. I hope tomorrow we'll get there. But level number three is a sakonas eva. Sakonas eva means there is a limb at risk. That's what's going on. There's a risk to one of the limbs of his body, which we will define. Now, there are two important ideas to remember. Reb Chaim Noah and the Ketzos HaSholchan, and Reb Nisim Karelet Zatzal and other Gedolei Poiskim, said the following Hagdara, that it means either a person is in danger of losing the actual limb, Rachman Letzon, it could be amputated, or something similar to that, or even if the limb itself will still be there physically, but he will not have the ability to use the limb. He will lose the ability to actually use the limb in the normal way, right? Which we will discuss some ideas about that. Okay, which means again, the limb may be there. He's not losing the limb, but he'll lose the usage of the limb. Okay, that is the definition of a sakonas eva. Now, what is the halacha of a sakonas eva? What do I do halacha lemaisa when Rachman Lassam were faced with the shaila on Shabbos Kodesh of a sakonas eva? Someone that may lose his limb or lose the usage of that limb. So the halacha basically is, although it's very, very interesting, because there's a me'iri in the Sechtas Avodah where the me'iri writes in Avodah Zorah, he brings down a massive chiddush, that he says that sakonus eva, a person can be machal Shabbos, like sakonus nofoshos. 
Okay? And it's interesting because the Aguda, the Rabbeinu Tam and Tosfos also pasken that way. But most Gedolei Rishonim and how we pasken is not that way. Which means, one second, Rashi, the Rambam, the Ramban, the Ram, the Rosh and others hold that a Sakonas Eva is not Pikuach Nefesh. It is not a matzav of sakonos of shoes, and therefore you absolutely, totally, cannot be mechal shabbos in this case. Even though a person may lose an arm, rachman letzlon, he'll lose a leg, rachman letzlon. But since he's not going to die, you're not allowed to call an ambulance. Now, most people don't know this, right? Now, this is halacha lemaisa shenchov chesif yudzayin third shita clear that if you have a sakonos eber rachman letzlon lalenu lalechem, we should never know. But someone is faced with a situation of a Sarkonis Eva. You hear this, Ruvain? Person Rachmanason could lose a leg. Lalenu. It's, you're not allowed to call an ambulance. Now, let me just say a very important but. There are many cases that would lead to Pekuach Nefesh. That would lead to a situation where there's real danger to a person's life. Like, for example, infection. Infection could be a real life-threatening problem which Rachmanistan could affect the whole growth and could affect the life of the person, which means, of course, with the direction of someone that knows what they're talking about, if it could lead to Pekuach Nefesh, there is no Shaila. That's a double portion. Even if it's a suffix, maybe it could lead to that. Then, of course, you give him a whole Shabbos. As we'll get to when we discuss the halachos of Pekuach Nefesh, that even a suffix, you could be makel. But the idea is, and I want to say very clearly, whatever we are discussing today is a situation where we know clearly that there's no Pekuach Nefesh, there's no Sarkos Nefesh, the guy will not die. That's clear. That's all the guy came in, said, don't worry, it's okay, the guy's in a tremendous amount of pain, could be he'll lose the feeling of his finger for the rest of his life, Rahman Litzlan, but you cannot call an ambulance, because there's not Pekuach Nefesh. You can ask a guy to do any Doraisa, and a Yid can do a Durabonon without a Shinoi. That's the only difference, by the way. Let's make this clear. The difference between a Chodesh Eimboi Sarkona and Sarkonos Eva, even though it's subject to a major Machoikas Rishonim, as we said, third shita in Simon, Shin Chofches, Sif Yudzayin, is that the only thing that Sarkonos Eva can do is a Doraisa with a Goy or Dorabonon with a Yid without a Shina. Here you don't need a Shina. Okay? Here you don't need a Shina. Now let me give you a couple of examples that could be Nagaya in this situation. Because I think it's important to spell out the, uh, some of the examples that could be negative. A fractured, a fractured finger, or a fractured toe, um, or, or anything like that, of a regular healthy person, generally will not be a situation of a permanent damage or loss of the function of that limb. However, there are certain cases, depending on the nature of the break uh, or of the fracture, and if you delay the treatment of that of the fracture could lead to a saconus eva. That means possibly that if the bone in the hand wasn't set correctly, then he could lose some kind of feeling in his hand or his fingers permanently. That's saconus eva. Saconus eva again. Go and ask a guy to call an ambulance. A yid cannot call an ambulance. A, 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 a shinoi with a drabonon. So then we can get into shaders, which we're not going to get into right now. Of if a phone is a drabonon, especially a cell phone. Not talking about a landline. Cell phone could be a shayla but the rabbonon, so it could be more makel for a person to call an ambulance because he's only doing a rabbonon in that case over there. Now, of course, it's better to have a medical person, someone who understands some kind of medicine, to understand what is and to assess the risk over here, especially if they need, you know, x-rays and all sorts of things like that. 
And of course, if it needs a plaster, if it needs, you know, a cast or something similar to that, then of course it's better to wait until after Shabbos, unless again, someone who understands says that no, this needs to be taken care of now, because if not, we're going to be have problems in that case. By the way, just to mention a couple of things, um, an injury, an injury to the thigh bone, any injury to the thigh bone, can actually call, cause internal bleeding. And if it causes internal bleeding, that could be a saconostophosis. So that's important to remember. A fractured elbow, by the way, can also can cause problems with the circulation of a person's blood in his gut. And therefore, a fractured elbow should be considered at least, if not more, a suffix pekuach nefesh, which is the next category we'll get to tomorrow. And an open break. That, you know, that goes into the skin, right? Past the skin. If it protrudes more than the skin, clearly can cause an infection. And an infection, as we mentioned, can actually be a sarconostophosis. And a severed finger or a toe could also, once again, cause, depending on the situation and how it was severed, could be a situation of Bekoach Nefesh. And therefore, of course, a person should uh, be Machal Shabbos, as we'll get to tomorrow, exactly how to do it. Now, this is very common in kids. And that is a dislocated bone. Very common in kids. I'm sure some of you remember that it happened to yourselves or your siblings, right? Someone picks up, you know, one of the kids, they're having a little bit of a play fighter, one hit, you know, hits the other one and pulls the arm and the arm just dislocates, dislocates. It's a very common shyla that comes out over there. Um, what, what to do in such a situation? The best way to do it is have a doctor or a medical person um, twist it back into its uh, regular place, which, by the way, unknown to many, is an issa. It's an Issa de Rabbonon. The Heilige Balatanya writes in Shulchan Aruch Harav that the Issa of putting a bone back into its original place is an Issa of Boina. Right? You're Boina, you're building the body. It's all sugar, which we're not going to go into now. How that works with a baby that's born with the child of the spine. The Shulchan Aruch goes through that. Lots of different Shailas. But the Shulchan Aruch Harav says clearly that putting the bone back into place is a child of an Issa. It's an Issa of Boina. Okay, it's a good kashi. He also says Rafua. How can it be Rafua? You can't take pills for that. We discussed that. That we're not going into. But I'll upon him. What's very Nagea is that, which means that if you, Be'etzim, it's a problem. Right, it's a durabonon. But obviously a child, especially, he's got a dinner for Chodesh, without any shaila whatsoever. However, sometimes we have to know that waiting till after Shabbos to, let's say, for example, if it happens a few minutes before Shabbos or something like that, well, it's a different case. But if you wait till after Shabbos to have the bone manipulated back into its original place, it could actually be a shaila of Sarkonis Ava, especially if a person doesn't know how to put it back inside. There could be veins over there that could get a severed chas all sorts of things that could happen, which means a person should ask a goy to either call an ambulance or to take the child in a car or something similar to that. Or of course you could draw, of course you could take the child to a local doctor or something similar to that. That if there is no doctor available and you know how to do it, or that solemn member in your neighborhood also knows how to do it, then it's a Rabbon and putting it back without a Shinoi, there would be no problem with that case. Again, unless the doctor says, you can wait until after Shabbos. Like, it's okay, I know the situation, I see what's going on, I'm telling you, there's no urgency here, you can wait until Motta Shabbos in that case. Um, an ear, by the way, is called an Ava. So, by the way, there's a shail in the Poiskim. What exactly is the Hagdora of Sakonis Ava? For example, a tooth. If a person loses one of his teeth, is that considered to be a shail of Sakonis Ava? Or not? Like, big deal, he loses a tooth, like he'll still be able to eat regularly with the rest of his teeth. Is that considered to be a Sakonis Ava? Is it really an Ava anyway? Is it Chutzla Guf? Is it inside the Guf? That's a, a shail that the Poiskim deal with um, a, a lot when you get to the beginning of Shem Shin Chav Ches. But an ear, for example... 
is a major shaila because the air, of course, contains within it the wonderful that flows through uh, that the Rabbanu created in the world. Is it created? It has inside the eardrum, and if it has the eardrum, which we know could be ruptured by a very loud noise or by an infection or something, or even something being poked into the ear, which is again common by uh, kids and all these sorts of things, which would actually not cause the ear to be lost, but could cause damage to the eardrum, which could cause permanent damage in the hearing of that ear in that case, which would mean anyone that has a uh, injury to an ear could be a shayla of a sarkonos eva, and the halachas that we mentioned until now will be nageya. Now, when it comes to an eye, an eye is slightly different, even though an eye, of course, is one of the beautiful avarim that the Rebunshim created in our bodies, and it's an eva, and if you have a, a shayla of a halos in an eye, is be'etzem, um, a sarkonos eva, which, again, you can't do a doraisa, and you can ask a guy to do a raisa, but you could do a drabonon. The only theory difference is when it comes to an eye, the Gemara tells us that the eye and the heart are actually connected. In fact, one of my Rebbeim in Yeshiva, I remember telling us when we learned these halachas, he told me that he, went, he, had a, he has a problem with his, uh, with his heart, and he went to um, an eye doctor. For whatever reason, he had to go to an eye doctor, and the eye doctor started shining all sorts of lights into his eyes to check his eyes for different things. He said he suddenly he felt his heart suddenly so started to pump, 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 pump. He mumbled, it's, it's the Gemara, not that we needed a riot for it, but the Gemara says it clearly. The eye and the heart are connected, which means it can be that an eye injury could actually be much, much worse in that case. But if any situation that can permanently affect a vision of a person's eye is a shayla of sakonas eva in that case, unless rachman letzlan aleinu it could lead to blindness, which many poskim hold is that's what Rafael told me and others that it's considered to be a sakonas tofoshes in that case. In which case you could do anything you want, which we will get to beis hashem tomorrow in that case. Now there are all sorts of injuries to the eyes, infections, and all these sorts of things in that cases. We know which you're not going into at this moment of time. But the basic idea I say is that when it comes to a Sarkonus Eva, we are discussing, number one, something that there is no Shaila, that the Sarkonus Tafoshis, no one is going to be put at risk in their life, right? There's a problem, they may lose the limb or lose the, the usage of that limb. You can ask a goy to do any Daraisa and a Yid can do a Darabonon, obviously any medication, creams and all these things, pills for sure, without a Shinoi, no Shaila whatsoever. Or again, many cases of carrying or maybe even calling someone in a case of a Darabonon would be Muta. Now, I say tomorrow, Be'ezus Hashem, we're going to move on to category number four. Category number four is a Choyli Sheyesh Boi Sarkona, Bikuach Nefesh, Sarkona Snofoshet. It is very crucial because I'm going to give the Olam many, many examples of adults and children that we have to watch out of and be aware of what is even a Sophic Bikuach Nefesh that a person should run to the phone. Who should run to the phone? Lots of different Shailis. Be'ezus Hashem, I'll get to you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.